Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Junior Funners. Uh, it's your favorite podcast in the whole wide world. Uh, the only podcast that deals with football and that. Uh, proud to be back for another episode. Um, took a little bit of a longer break than we meant to. We joked about it in the last episode uh, about Lawrence giving me COVID through the computer. <laughs> um, but if it turns out that I did, I don't know, life imitates art or I, he, he found a way folks. He, I, I ended up with COVID Sorry. Um, and I'm, I'm blaming Lawrence on doing it through the computer somehow. <clears throat> I, don't, I, I don't know what to say. I'm very, very sorry. Yeah. Well, yeah, your, your silence speaks volumes, yeah, frankly. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, it's junior funners hosted by the fun boys, uh, which is me. I'm Ollie. And uh, and Lawrence, who you, you just heard there, uh, giving a, a, a mealy-mouthed reply, I think at, at best. <laughs> yes. Um, but uh, yeah, we'll we'll see what he has to say for his crimes uh, <clears throat> later on in the show. Um, and we uh, we 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 brought in uh, a ringer uh, for this episode as well. We've it's it's late in the transfer window, but we managed to uh, to to bring him back in. Um, please welcome from episode. <laughs> Uh, Joe, Joe is back. Finally, uh, holding out for a hero, no more. Um, uh, also, I just want to say that I'm I'm so thrilled to finally be invited uh, to guest on this podcast, Athletic Mints. Mm. <laughs> yep, that's that is what we told you. Um, no reason to. <laughs> No, no reason to uh, dissuade you of that notion. Yeah, it's, it's some, um, some incredible kind of like I'm from a casino vibes. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, your manager said for you to shut up. Vera said that. Yeah, Joe's uh, Joe's back, and uh, yeah, we might have uh, another returning guest coming later on, but that's uh, uh, we'll deal with that when uh, when we come to it, or not. Yeah. If uh, if that doesn't end up happening, uh, you know? spoilers, everybody, it's Virgil Texas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got we got him. His calendar was wide open for some reason. <laughs> He leapt at the opportunity. <laughs> Haven't really been keeping up with what's going on with him, yeah, but hey. uh, better, I'm just—I've <clears throat> been off Twitter for the last eighteen months. I'm just going to open it and take a big sip of coffee. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, well, you never know unless you ask. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, it, uh, yep, was about to say something really horrible. <laughs> then, um, not going to. No. Mm. Mm, let's, uh, let's all just think it together instead. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Um, so anyway, we're talking about Arsenal and that. Um, so let's let's get into the first segment here with some Arsenal news. And here goes the jingle now. There it is. And. Uh, there is quite a bit of Arsenal news because um, oh, since we last recorded, the season has started. Yeah, um, <clears throat> and it's going well. Yeah, we got nothing to complain what the about. Fuck? <laughs> yeah, really. What the fuck is going on here? It's so weird. It's three wins in a row. It's great start. Um, great football. Great signings. Great stuff. William Saliba. Yeah. What a what a great centre back he is. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, still early days, but I mean, yeah, there's sort of comparisons with a lot of uh, sort of former great defenders of the, the Premier League already around him. Um, but yeah, clearly, 
uh, I mean, yeah, clearly the Arsenal were right to kind of uh, bide their time on him. You know, it's been three years since they brought him in. He's been out on loan three times and now he's come back and now now seems to be his moment. He is he is red hot. Yeah. He's hot Like a shit. library copy of uh, Fifty Shades Freed. Yeah. Yeah. He's he was out on loan. Stuck together. And, uh, his, uh... <laughs> oh, I was, I was going in a different direction there. Ah, but, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. No, uh, just... Never thought I'd we'd ever get to see him play. I was like, who would who would they have to drop? But um, yeah, it seems to be uh, he. Yeah, you're um, when you move the wire around, it's making a bunch of noise. I don't know if that's coming through on the oh, recording. Oh. Um, right. it's, it'll be fine. It'll be yeah, fine. There we go. It'll be fine. Okay. All right. <clears throat> um, yeah, I, I I was the same. I wondered if because he was a sort of a, a signing from the Emery era. Hmm. Um. I wondered if Arteta was going to just move him on and start afresh with, you know, a, a, someone that he would consider one of his guys, you know, yeah. someone that he was, he was bringing in. But um, yeah, the signings in general have been very good. I mean, we've, we've been very positive over the summer with the, the business that we've done so far. And it's, uh, yeah, so far in the league, it's, it's paying off. I mean, it's, you know, Gabriel Jesus looks like a he looks, different, different gravy. He is simply goated, as the kids say. Simply goated yeah. with that sauce. He's goated with the sauce. Uh, no cap. <clears throat> For real. So obviously very, um, very fortuitous of uh, comedian Dick Emery to have signed him. Yeah. It is, yes. We, all the we, way back in 1963. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we owe, we owe so much to Dickie. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Gabriel Jesus has, has started just like a shot out of the game. I mean, it, I mean, his preseason was obviously very promising, but I mean, it's it's difficult to put too much stock into pre. As, as Arsenal fans well know, with uh, that game where Yaya Sonogo scored four goals. Oh yeah, in preseason, everyone was like, "Here we go! It's finally going to happen." I love his cello um, playing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Yaya Sonogo Ma. Uh, yeah, it's two things. But, uh, yeah, yeah, get it. <laughs> it's the best form of humor. It's very popular online. Um, but yeah, he yeah. So he he then went on to go his entire Arsenal career without scoring a friend. I think he scored once in the Champions League, didn't he? But then yeah, he never scored in the league ever. <clears throat> uh, but yeah, no such problems or concerns around uh, around Jesus and uh, he's got him and he's his got a point Zinchenko to prove. Doing very well. He's got a point to prove that Man City let him go. It's come to us. Yeah. This is where he should be at the same time. So it's all worked out, really. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and yeah. And then, uh, the, I mean, the, in terms of uh, sort of other transfer goings on, I mean, as it stands at the moment, we are, what are we, a week away from the, the transfer deadline? Mm. A, week and, a week and a day, I guess. It's the 1st of September, isn't it? Um, as we're recording this. So. Um, still time. I mean, Arteta is giving every indication that there's still time to get something done, and that he does want to make at least one more signing. Um, I saw today that Leicester seemed to have basically given up on trying to keep Tielemans. Yeah. Um, I don't know how. Don't know how true that is, but I mean, you know, if if we if if we can, we've we've been talking about him for a while, and if we can bring him in, I think we we really should. Yeah. Um, mm, T for the, the Tielemans. T for the t- yes, T for the Tielemans. Name title right there, um, I think. <laughs> but 
Yeah, that's probably yeah, that's probably it for the episode. I, or that well, I don't because then if we don't sign yeah, it, right, we'll yeah, look like well, idiots, but no, it's uh, ah, yeah, fuck fine. it. We'll put it, it. We're putting it out into the universe. You know, we're we're manifesting. Yeah, with uh, with that. So yeah, I mean, it, the very least means we don't have to rely on uh, Jacker anymore if if we get yeah. him. Likely not. Mm, manifesting uh, uh, sounds well. like a festival lineup that has uh, an inadequate number of female acts on the bill. Yeah, but like they make a point of it. Like it's like that's <laughs> like it's it's on purpose. It's the manifest. <laughs> I mean, you joke, but that's definitely already the title of something. <clears throat> yeah, there's probably you got like uh, like Jim Brewer and people like that performing at it. Probably. I will. I will. To be fair to Xhaka, he's been all right because he's not being played as a number six. He's playing mm. more as a eight slash ten. So, the yeah, further away he's, from he's, our goal he is, the better. <laughs> yes. Yeah, the, the fewer opportunities there are for him to make uh, ridiculous tackles uh, for no reason and to just get involved in arguments for no reason, um, the better. He has, he has been looking good uh, going forward. He's made, you know, making some really good like, passes and runs and stuff. Um, but I'm still wary. I mean, I, this, this is what he does. Yeah. This is yeah, how he gets you. You know, it's been three games and he's been playing well. This is exactly, you know, we're getting into prime Xhaka territory where he's going to do something stupid and cost us a match for no reason. Yeah. I, uh, I feel a sense of kinship as somebody that uh, also looks good but has a ridiculous tackle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the listeners can't see it, but yeah, I mean, it is. We're all, we're all just Winnie the Pooh in it um, on this call. <laughs> uh, just, you know pantsless from the waist down and it is yeah yeah it's like mine, mine's like a stepped on bower button yeah mine's uh mine's, mine's got a toenail at the end of it uh, <laughs> um lawrence i can't i can't see lawrence's because he's wrapped it around the back of his knee mm. um so, yeah but uh, anyway assuming he's, uh, he's intact anyway <laughs> um but yeah um, Jack, uh, yeah, it, 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 yeah, I'm still, still kind of wary of him. I mean, I did you have you seen the the All or Nothing documentary on uh, on Amazon? Have you seen any of it? I have not seen. Uh, I haven't seen it because uh, it's part of me that just doesn't want to because I just feel like it's being used to mock Arsenal. It's like a sort of Spinal Tap thing or like a well. <laughs> Not really. I mean, it, yeah, they they I mean, mocked Arsenal the, in the sense that they allowed some of the key uh, the key players to speak their mind on camera. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it, it's it, I can't imagine it. I haven't seen any of the other ones that they've done because they've 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 done a few of these uh, um, of these in the, like, the the all or nothing series now. Haven't they? they did they did Man City to start with, and they did Spurs. I think they did a Juventus one where they they follow them for a whole season. I can't imagine that there's not. As as many or possibly more ridiculous moments than any of those documentaries. I don't think it's. Mm. I don't think it's a personal thing against Arsenal. There is some uh, some ridiculousness. Yeah, I've heard um, about I, some of the things Arteta has done in training, where he'd play the "You'll Never Walk Alone" with speakers around, and he did. That's sort of the yeah the main. That's that's the main kind of uh, <laughs> uh, folly I think that he that he makes. That mm. other than that, it's. He actually comes off pretty well in it. Um, the way that he kind of organizes the team, he comes up pretty well of the whole uh, Aubameyang 
um, debacle as well. Mm. Um, you sort of see that from the inside that there was more to it than I think was sort of being made public at the time. Yeah. Um, and yeah. But yeah, Arteta comes out of it pretty well, I think. Um, I'm definitely amusing especially- myself uh, with the idea that like, somebody has accidentally put on the Mike Lee film, All or Nothing, which is a, a film where Timothy Spall plays a uh, taxi driver whose uh, marriage is disintegrating. People coming away from that being like, wow, I just uh, had no idea that any of that was happening behind the scenes. <laughs> that is, I, there, there could be a lot of parallels there, to be honest. Yeah, it, <laughs> it does get quite desperate at times in, uh, in the Amazon documentary. Um, yeah, I mean the, the main the main sort of moment of ridiculousness is when he before they play Liverpool, he decides to bring a sound system out to the training pitch and he plays uh, "You'll Never Walk Alone" to the t- and like all of the coaching staff are like, "Oh yeah, that could, that that might work." Yeah, yeah, it's like no one won't. Imagine if he was ju- he was just moved. a huge fan of the musical Carousel and had no idea that that song has other connotations. <laughs> just loves Jerry and the Pacemaker. Yeah, just really, absolutely. Um. Yeah, it, it, they went on to lose that game 4-0, incidentally, Joe. So, I think you know, just, just for the context there. Well, I think the results um, speak for themselves. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the, the, my main takeaway from it is that um, Arsenal have the world's nicest man uh, working on the medical stuff. Um, Tom Jerry, Hanks! Is it, Jerry, no, uh, Gary, Gary O'Driscoll. No, I, I wish. Um no, Gary. Uh, yeah, Gary O'Driscoll. The I think he's like the head of the medical department. He's like the team doctor. Um, just the loveliest man in the world. He, he seems like just a, yeah, really, really nice bloke. Um, Great bloke. So yeah, that that was the main thing that I learned uh, from watching eight episodes of uh, of yeah Arsenal playing over an entire season. Um, there's also a very funny moment where. Um, Bukayo Saka is talking to to Nuno Tavares, who uh, is still kind of learning English. Um, he's sort of he's having trouble kind of integrating with the team because there's a bit of a language barrier. Um, and Bukayo Saka, they're in the I think they're in the treatment room getting uh, getting massages. And uh, Saka's like he's showing him his phone. He's saying like I'm thinking about getting a, a, a dog, and shows him like the breed of dog he wants to get. Um, he's like yeah, like a like a little dog. Uh, and um, Tavares says, "Oh, like a uh, like a poopy," because uh, he doesn't know that in English it's pronounced puppy. Um, and Vakai Saka just goes, "Man said poopy." <laughs> uh, um, not, not entirely unlike really... the uh, the cafe on the strip of the same name. <clears throat> yeah, where, where famously Jack Nicholson would go, a mm. uh, little coffee shop called Poopies. <laughs> Um, which was apparently that that's the name of the owners. I don't I, Joe, I don't know if you've seen the like the rest of that oh, clip. Oh no, no, I haven't actually. This is news to me. It's yeah, there's a bit later on in that clip where he talks about uh speaking to uh the the owner Miss Mrs. Poopies. Um so apparently that's like a family name. But that was her first name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Poop Poopy St. Clair. Um <laughs> <laughs> There's an, actually there's a, another quite sweet moment where um there's it's, I think it's it's Saka, um, Tavares, Lacazette, and I think it's um, Albert Laconga are all sat around. Um, and Mikhail Saka's sort of explained. He, <laughs> he's talking about going to Thorpe Park. He's like, it's, they're, they're talking about like um, kingship, like kind of like 
just sort of yeah like things to do like after training and stuff and he was saying like i thought park it's like it's a good place to it's just a good place to take your, your girlfriend uh it was a lot of fun they're like what's thought park like, there's like there's like rides and roller coasters and like uh there's like mazes and stuff there and like they're all like uh what and he's, uh, ma- like a maze um and he like turns to like that he's like you know you know what a maze is uh like He's like struggling to communicate the concept of what a maze is <laughs> to three people that don't speak English. Um, le maze, so yeah. <laughs> it's just yeah, le, le maze. Yeah. No, like the okay. primary export of Libya. <laughs> so yeah, as famously the Indians uh, call corn. <laughs> yeah, truly, uh, yeah. Thought Park is a land of contrast. <laughs> um. But yeah, now now you don't have to watch it. That's that's pretty much all the best stuff from uh, from the documentary. <laughs> all right, well, uh, that's good. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad that Arteta comes comes good in the end. He doesn't. Cause, uh, yeah, his his sort of his team talking like the way he treats the players. Um, yeah, he 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 comes off pretty well. In it, I I think, especially given the sort of additional context of like how he's. Uh, built out the team since that since the end of last season. Yeah, um, it sort of it, yeah it does kind of give you confidence for the for the future. So yeah, yeah, he comes out uh, pretty well. But um, we do have you. You mentioned just before we started recording, there is some breaking Arsenal news uh, regarding transfers and that. on the march. Just coming over the wire. Yeah. See. Oh my God! President Kennedy's been shot. Um, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll let you take it, Lawrence, because it's it's deeply personal to you. <clears throat> well, listeners, as we all know, um, me and Ali have been back and forth uh, on Nicolas Pepe. Uh, I've been pro Nicolas Pepe, and Ali uh, not a fan. And uh, I've sort of come to the realization that he wasn't going to stay at the club, and uh, it's official because uh, he's now going on loan to um, French club Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, which uh, ironically is nice, nice for everybody. Which is, which is nice oh. for him. Which is nice. Yeah. Hopefully, he famously can, played um, by Risa fans in that film of the same name. Yeah. Yeah. That, what? <laughs> uh, mi- <laughs> uh, listener, it's a joke about the film Mister Nice. Oh yeah. The, Where uh, uh, Risa the, fans the plays the entire life. city of Nice. Yeah. Okay, we've got a uh, we, we've I teased it earlier on, but we uh, we now have a uh, we've made another late signing to the episode. Uh, we've been joined by it says uh, it says on the recording here it's Michael Owen, which would be great given that we have what? we've we've talked extensively about Michael oh, Owen in the God. past. It's so embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Michael, um, did you ever emerge from that big purple portal in the woods? Uh, yeah, I did eventually by scoring goals. <laughs> it's like making me imagine My a kind of like thing to do uh, Space Jam style film, but with Michael Owen and football instead oh, of Michael that'd be Jordan great. and basketball. I'd watch that. I would love that. That that would be that would be so good because it's like like Michael Jordan obviously is not an actor, but. At least he has something approaching charisma. Michael Owen just doesn't have anything. He's like a. He was a. He was a. Yeah, Michael Jordan has also seen films before, which is not something you can say about Michael Owen. 
Yeah, Look, the man had a yeah. He's pass, Michael Jordan was keen and enjoyed sponsorship. Film. Okay, he he had a horrifically disfigured porcelain figure of himself available to small children surrounded by crap chocolate. That's you know you can't take that away from the man. That's the dream. You know, whatever else you may say about him, uh, he 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 did that. He had a power pod. Um, well, Michael, uh, thanks, thanks for coming on. Um, it's uh, the 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 book is out when <laughs> what? three years ago, wasn't it? <laughs> no, we've lost Michael. Okay, never mind. <laughs> um, uh, he did, he did, I swear, he had a biography out, and it was something as milk toast as my got- my life. Michael Owen, my struggle. My goals. Yeah. Isn't that the book Um, in which he professes to not really understand the concept of love? And film, apparently. I mean, that wouldn't surprise me. Mm. I mean, yeah, he, um, he, we've, we've, we've talked about it before on the podcast, but yeah, he, uh, he does kind of give the impression of a, like a, a, data from star trek style <laughs> robot that yeah. is attempting to understand humanity um like the the only thing he's been programmed to do is play football everything outside of that he can't get to grips with yeah he just sort of yeah, robotically feeds his children uh like, <laughs> like cat food and like, he doesn't really understand nutrients yeah. Right. Uh, or like, uh, yeah. Wasn't his daughter on activities love outside of football? Like he he Is watches the television like rock from the sun. Yeah, he watches the television like not yeah. facing it. Like all of his furniture is like, uh, yeah. like facing the walls and shit. <laughs> he'll just yeah he'll he'll sort of sit facing away from the television and then just, again, because it's just learned behavior, he'll just burst out laughing at random moments because he's seen other people do it. Watching a procession of shadows on the wall of the cave. Yeah. Wow. Um, Got a little bit of yeah. on tag here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, but it's, it's not Michael Owen. It's our friend Rob. <laughs> what gave me away? Was it my ability to hold a conversation? <laughs> uh, the deathly um, silence yeah, that yeah. followed the announcement of who it actually was. <laughs> See, yeah, I think I think it was your ability to to uh, to reference a film uh, that was probably what took, took most people off. Yeah, truly, um, it's like the, uh, the it's the Voight Kampf test for possible Michael Owens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, imagine you're uh, you're in the desert, Michael, and you're watching a DVD there? copy of a, a film. <laughs> <laughs> that just trips him up on the first question. <laughs> the television, yeah, just sort of. Where it, are you sat? Immediately starts sweating. <laughs> what, 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 what do you mean? <laughs> they're just questions, Michael, and in answer to your question, they're prepared for me. <laughs> just to try and like force him to go to a cinema, just to see like. He has to ask for a ticket, then buy popcorn or whatever, and then he has to find the right yeah. theatre and then try and sit down properly. And then the, the yeah. final test is to see that if he runs away from the train which appears to be approaching the viewer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you find, like, he, he goes in there for four hours and he comes out and people are waiting for him. He's like, how was the cinema? He's like, yeah, it was, it was fine. I enjoyed it. And there's this security footage of him sat in the foyer 
like staring at a film poster for four yeah. straight hours. Yeah, yeah, the air conditioning was second to none. <laughs> yeah, he's just he's, he's just <laughs> plopped down in one of those uh, one of those like stair lifts that they have for people in wheelchairs. He's just decided to sit there in a hallway, <laughs> looking at the opposite wall. He's in the elevator going up and down. Ah, <laughs> oh, okay. Well. That's enough clowning on Michael Owen, I think. Um, oh, unless, unless anybody, anyone got anything else? Anyone, we got, anyone got anything else on, uh, on Michael Owen? Uh, yeah, motherfucker has, has, he's got two first names. Yeah, that's true. There was a, there was a sort of golden era where uh, most of the England team uh, was just like guys that had uh, like two first names. John uh, I mean, was like, uh, there was even one guy who had the same name twice. Neville, Neville. Uh. Hey. <laughs> Neville, Neville, don your dress. Seaman, Seaman's. Um, Seaman. Yeah. Gar- Gary Neville, <laughs> Phil Neville. Uh, now they're just sharing uh, yeah, names. John Terry. Um, Stephen Gerrard. You know, the list goes on. I feel like I've really detracted Wait. from the original... Uh, uh, movement of this podcast. Please carry on. Ignore me. Um, w- w- original movement. The fucking what? Yeah, yeah. Um, the new order of things. <laughs> somebody's somebody's never listened before. Yeah, this podcast um, is symphonic. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's rigorously <laughs> planned out and scripted. Is this not the WCF podcast with Mark Maron? Yeah. yeah, who are, so, who are uh, your guys? Well, who, are, who are your guys? <laughs> who are you? I, I said it first. <laughs> yeah, my cat's fucking dead. Oh, yeah. So is my wife so, now. Uh, after we read, wrote, wrote the book. Oof. Oy, too Ooh, soon, man. Oof. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was sad. Um, so anyway, goals. Yeah. Cheers. Goals, goals, goals. Yeah. We love them here at Junior Funners. Um, have there been any in the Europa League? Uh, no, the Champions League playoff that's happening right now. Let's have a look. Uh, no, there has not. Nil-nil uh, between PSV and Rangers. Um, so I don't know. Yeah, maybe we'll end up. We'll we might end up playing one of those in the uh, in the Europa League. Uh, the draw for which is on Friday, I believe. Love that man. Yeah. Well, you got the, uh, Dynamo Zagreb. <laughs> 2-0 against um, Bodo Glimt. A- Bodo Glimt, yeah. That's uh, such a cool team. Na- like, I-, I wish more teams had a slash in the middle of their name. Yeah. Like, it's like Bodo or Glimt. Arsenal Woolwich. Yeah. Woolwich. Uh, or like, the- like how like, uh, old-, old records used to have like, uh, backed with, they'd have like B slash W. Uh, to let you know what was on the B side, yeah, you know, it'd be like Woolwich backed with Arsenal, Spurs shite. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's the, uh, who is it that it, it's Vieira, isn't it? There's that story that um, David Dean tells about when he first came to uh, to London. Like you didn't, he they, when they signed him um, for Arsenal, he didn't speak any English. And he didn't know anybody in London. He didn't have anywhere to live. So, like the like the club arranged for him. To, they they got him a flat and a car and a, like a phone, um, and they like got to work like teaching him English. Uh, and after the end of his first week of training, like David Dean said, "How are you getting on, Patrick?" And he, uh, he he was talking to him in French, 
Uh, but then he asked him if he'd learned any English, and he said, yeah. And then he said, oh, so what, what have you learned? And uh, Patrick Rio went, uh, Tottenham are shit. Nice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then he said, uh, who taught you that? And he said it was Ray Parler. <laughs> uh, so, of course. Ray Parler Jr. Ray, Ray Parler Jr., composer of the uh, Ghostbusters theme tune. <laughs> um, Ah, um, yeah. Was that Lawrence? Was there any more uh, like Arsenal stuff we had to cover, or can we? Um... Well, other than just transfers, you know, um, Pedro um, Neto from Wolves is a potential transfer target, as well as Yuri Tillman. Yeah, there's. I'm so- yeah, talk of. <clears throat> I mean, if we end up, you know, offloading Pepe and bringing in Pedro Neto, I think that's that, that's a pretty good piece of business. I mean, he, Neto. Definitely fits the like the profile for players we're bringing in. He's only like yeah. twenty two, isn't he? Yeah. Um. So he's he's really young and he's very highly rated. Um. Young. So yeah, I'd, young I'd dumb and full of football. Full of full of a, a love for the full sport, of fun. love of the game. Yeah. Young, fun, full of uh, <laughs> young juice. Certainly fun. Hmm. Fun, 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 fun in the sun. Um, yeah. Wow. That's, uh, yeah. So that, that so either one of those or both of those. Who knows? There's still time to get that over the line. Oh, and the other thing is that we're apparently on. We're on the list of uh, financial fair play uh, investigation, oh. which is uh, yeah. hilarious. It's like I saw like all these headlines like Arsenal are on the like the the list for investigation for like financial fair play, and then it's like the other teams that are also on the list. It's like 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 Barcelona yeah. and Real Madrid, like. Teams that genuinely should be investigated. Yeah. Um, so it's like, yeah, I think we, I would imagine we're fairly low down on the priority totem pole there. But um, yeah, I mean, since Man City managed to kind of get out of any consequences whatsoever, none of this shit matters anyway. anyway yeah, exactly. it, Really? Yeah. You're like, you could just keep, because they, <clears throat> you know, you just get a lawyer, just keep it going for as long as you can. And then yeah. you got all the money. You get like a legal team together and just tie it up in court. And then eventually it's like, yeah. UEFA or whoever can't can't keep paying that shit forever. So yeah, it's it. Once again, the legal system uh, works uh, brilliantly if you've got like just a lot of money. Uh, the free market yeah. rules. We love the free market, mm. don't we, folks? We love the free market, don't we, folks? We love it so much. Big, big, strong, healthy free market of uh, marketplace of ideas. Um, speaking of the marketplace of ideas. We're going to take a break, and then we're going to do a, a quiz. That fits, doesn't it? That, that sort of idea related, vaguely. Yeah. Doing a, doing a quiz was my idea. So <laughs> it's and, – and what is, a, what is a podcast if not a marketplace of, uh, you know, four white guys talking? Yeah. Um, so don't go nowhere. All right. That's a, that's a double negative. Right. Shut up. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> okay. Um let me uh let me see here. Hmm. Hardest. Penis? What? <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> no, it's not what you think. I'm looking for a quiz. Hardest move. Hardest penis quiz. <laughs> uh, hardest pornography quiz. <laughs> um, what would be a good one for... Kramer's epic quest for hentai. <laughs> I was in the ball. Okay. Oh, okay. This one's uh So this one's this one's literally called You Think You're a Beastie Boys fan? Oh, well. I'm going to let myself down heavily here. I'm actually wearing. I'm sorry, I'm wearing a, a beast boy shirt. I'm not going to do well. Okay, well, let's. Uh, Bestie boys, there look. we go. That's oh, no, a, there's a group. This should be for the for the, the Bestie boys. The Zoomer for the Zoomer generation. The or the, the Lawrence Yeetsy boys, if you will. Yeah, yeah. that would be us. Uh, we'd be your boys in this scenario, yeah. Lawrence. Yeah, yeah. Much like Charlie's Angels. Very much so. Because, like, instead of being, like, you know, a, a, a blonde and a redhead and a brunette, we'd be, like, uh, a blonde, uh, graying, and bald. Yeah, bald, uh, uh, black and gray, and uh, uh, orborn. Orborn. <laughs> um, isn't he the, isn't he the uh, Hungarian prime minister? <laughs> Does he play centre forward for Ruddersfield? <laughs> Isn't he in gorillas? Shut up! Shut the fuck up! Don't mock me! Don't, you, don't fucking make fun of me! This is my house, motherfucker! Come in free and get me. Um, I'm gonna. Okay. Um, I'm gonna get a, an, another drink, and then uh, we will proceed to find out who knows what about the Beastie Boys. All right. All right. <clears throat> right. Wikipedia, no real quick. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, someone I, someone I worked with has started playing this game called Redactyl, and it basically it gives you a random Wikipedia article, uh, but most of the words are redacted, so they're, they're all kind of crossed out. Um, and you've got to guess the name of the article, and each time you enter a word, if that word is in the article, it unredacts it. So you, 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 as you suggest more things, more of the article gets revealed, and based on that, you've got to, you've got to try and... Guess what it is, and as few guesses as possible. It's like a reverse Mad Libs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like today, the article was uh, the one for the rifle. Yes. Oh, right. as in the the, the, the type of gun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the rifle sounds like the kind of uh, middle nickname that would be given to a it stunt performer on a like film. A f- a failed police drama starring Clint Eastwood from the seventies, where he plays like Johnny the Rifle. He plays uh, Jonathan Smith. Rifle. I'm trying to eat lunch here. <laughs> I know you're referencing The Simpsons, but without context, it just sounds like you've been really surly to your wife. My surly wife, yeah. Your surly wife. <laughs> Okay, okay, Google, uh, what is the Beastie Boys? <laughs> it's, uh, it was the European title for the film Monster Squad. <laughs> What's it actually? 
You ever know? <laughs> you ever seen? You ever seen Monster that. Squad? That should be a really good, um, like uh, fake, uh, like a trip up question. I feel like Monster, yeah, Monster Squad is like the kids' film where they uh, Frankenstein and Dracula and the Mummy and the Wolfman all uh, all appear, and some uh, neighborhood kids help them solve a mystery. And they spit sick new boots. <laughs> Which one of those uh, mythical beings do you think would have the best bars, though? Well, out of Wolverine, uh, Frank. Well, Frankenstein's out because he's he's half a uh, you know right corpse anyway. There's you know that that cerebrum's damaged as it is. Wolfman probably. Not Wolfman very definitely seems like a party guy. He's a party guy for sure, but I mean, articulately, he's not. He's not that skilled. It would have to be uh, Dracula, right? He seems well read. He does seem well read, but is being well read the uh, the key to being a good rapper? Uh, he's got Dracula's a big vocabulary. Very, uh, pale. He's not read at all. I think you're thinking of Freddy Krueger. He's read. He's well read. <laughs> he's well. He's well read. <laughs> he well read, well right? Like the the yeah. red hand of Ulster. Is <laughs> exactly. I'm always saying that that Freddy Krueger is uh, <laughs> he's, he's just like the analogous. Red hand of he's analogous to the Red Hand of Ulster. Yeah, he's a he's a true uh, uh, he's a true uh, unionist. Yeah. Um, hey, he was a janitor, okay. so you know he's working, man. Yeah, he probably was. Yeah, those people probably part of the union. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you've just joined us, um, <laughs> I don't think I'll cut anything. Weird. I think I'm just going to keep it rolling. No. Yeah. All right. <laughs> oh, did it? Did anyone say anything truly uh, regrettable no. uh, while I was gone? Oh, we yeah, locked okay. down for that. Lawrence used the word uh, "justifiable concerns" a lot. <laughs> mm. oh, oh, yeah. Okay. That's oh my. My my ears are ringing because of that dog whistle. Uh, <laughs> uh, woof woof. Uh, um, actually, oh yeah, that I, uh, yeah, I was I was going to bring up that. Uh, did you did you guys see that stupid fucking uh, AI rapper? That oh uh, god, it's yeah, so funny. funny. <laughs> oh, my no god. So there, there's a like a an animated sort of gorillas style rapper. Um, it's a TikTok that thing. Is apparent. Yeah, it's like it was like kind of got kind of popular on TikTok and it got signed, I think, to Capitol Records this <laughs> oh, week. Oh, fuck's sake! And um, yeah, within about 48 hours, it's since been dropped because uh, I, everybody was just sort of like, there, I, th- there's just so many things wrong with it. I mean, for for starters, it's like. They, <laughs> if you're gonna make a robot rapper, why would you still make the robot rapper say the N word? Uh, like that's, I don't know. That kind of jumped out to me right away. And then I don't know. The rest of it is just like the music is ass. Uh, there's like a video of him <laughs> walking around. Uh, I mean, I mean, surely a computer gro- program could actually say the N word without prudence. You would think. Out of, out of, you know, <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, there are there are instances of uh, like, yeah, like AI and chat functions uh, like turning racist, <laughs> uh, almost immediately interacting, almost interacting with humans. 
there was a famous account AI Twitter bot that kind of just over over time just became really really racist, wasn't there? Do you remember? I think it was yeah. called like Tay or something. Yeah, yeah, and there was uh, there was like a, a some Microsoft chat thing, like an AI chat bot that I think within within about twenty four hours of it being launched um, had become uh, just insanely racist just through interacting with people. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, if it's so, yeah. pulling most of its information from the internet, um, I'm surprised it wasn't just one long porn video. Yeah, just interspersed with. Various slurs. I just want to say the um, name. The name AI chatbot sounds like an American humorist. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he definitely writes for uh, McSweeney's. <laughs> he writes like the the least funny, the least funny articles you've ever read in your life for McSweeney's. <laughs> McSweeney's being put on blast by the Junior Funders yeah. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Front line. Oh, it's, been bubbling. it's been bubbling under for a long time. <laughs> um, yeah. So now we've got Shut beef with McSweeney's. Yeah, up yours. Uh, uh, the what's the fucking guy's name? Dave, Dave Eggers. Dave Eggers. The, yeah. ball, the ball's in your the ball's in your court, Eggsy. Yeah, to use a footballing expression. Yeah, the ball's in your court. <laughs> um. <laughs> Okay. Now we're going to do a, a quiz here. Um, you're going to be. I, I think it's probably going to be best if Joe and Rob, you play as a team. Because mm-hmm. um, okay. I can't be bothered to keep track of uh, two different sets of answers for this. Um, so I tried to pick a, uh, a topic that you, you both know uh, and are familiar with. I've settled on a, a Beastie Boys trivia quiz. Um, this. Uh, Quiz comes to us courtesy of funtrivia.com. And, uh, nice. The fullest of trivia. It's the, it, only the fun trivia. Um, and it's uh, created by Acid Clown. So thank you, Acid the Clown. The kind of trivia you won't furnish your mom's house. This is, yeah, this is the, this, this trivia is a little, little fun. Um, Acid Clown, of course, okay. being uh, synonymous with brand quality in the industry. <laughs> Yeah, no, it, it's it's the first name I look for. Yeah, like, um, as that golden clown seal. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. So, track. No, uh, uh, question. Not track. <laughs> fucking shit. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. Oh, renames. Fuck. Renames group chat. Uh, track. Track. Motherfuckers just say track. Ah, oh, goddamn! <laughs> humiliated on my own podcast. Um. Okay. Which track on To the Five Burrows begins with the line, Now my name is Ad-Rock, I've got a story to tell. Uh, you've got uh, multiple choice here. Is it Open Letter to NYC, Should Check It Out, Rhyme the Rhyme Well, or Three the Hard Way? I believe it is the uh, second to last one. It's Rhyme the Rhyme Well. It's definitely not uh, either of the singles from it. Yeah. Wait, say the, say the <laughs> options again. Okay, so open letter to NYC, uh, to check it out, rhyme the rhyme well, or three the hard way. Uh, I'm gonna have to go with Joe on this one. So I'm not. I don't know. I honestly don't know. I can't wait to disappoint you. I think I think you might be right. I, I I'm pretty sure it's not to check it out because I I I could probably 
I remember seeing the music video for that so much that the lyrics are just like it, it's like muscle memory. Yeah, They're just in I my think brain that forever. one starts with all you Trekkies and TV addicts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so let's see. Right in the right. We'll find out at the end. Um, okay, which New York rapper was a guest on Beastie Boys' classic "Get It Together"? KRS One, Trugoy, Q-Tip, or DMC? It's uh, it's the I think, E. I believe it's Q-Tip, Q-tip wasn't it? Yeah, I think that's uh, even without even without getting to the end. I think we can. Uh, yeah, that's that is that is down, down good song. The Q in Q-Tip stands for quality. In fact, he is referring to uh, the superior quality of the head of his penis. It's a really good. It's a really good. Tip, it's a good head. To be f- as to well be as fair. the uh, Q-Tip branded uh, cotton sticks. Yeah, of high quality. Which, for legal reasons, uh, we cannot advise you to stick in the head of your penis. Um, <laughs> but damn is it okay. Better sounding. Who's <laughs> um, who sang lead vocals on Heart Attack Man? Is it Mike D, MCA, Ad Rock? Or AWOL. Uh, I don't think AWOL is a... Uh, I, I think that's just like a filler answer. I think it's Ad Rock. Because that's kind of like a slower, kind of more mellow one, isn't it? Uh, was, I, was, was Heart Attack Man think, on Ill Communication? Yeah. It yeah, was. I think... Mm, am I... I don't know. I, maybe I'm getting it confused. I thought Heart Attack Man was one of the, like, the, the, the punkier ones. Which would mean that Ad Rock probably sang lead on it but i don't know i honestly don't uh, know who sang on it <laughs> if the question was what album was it on then uh, i believe i should get a point for that <laughs> yeah well well yeah well, well well it isn't well it isn't right. um question number four on the licensed ill track girls what kind of hairdo do the beastie boys say they want on <laughs> they want on their girls uh punk rock whitey fro Hip hop or new wave? Lighty oh. Fro is very um, not really something that comes up too often. I <laughs> it has a specificity yeah, to it that implies <laughs> that that's the right answer. Yeah, I mean, I, I was also going to say it, it seems like the one that's maybe easiest to rhyme with. Whitey Fro, that O sound at the end. Yeah, my name's, because it's my so, name's Joe. It's so, yeah, just because it is so specific, it sounds like it's part of a couplet. Um, uh, we, yeah. I thought that was... What are the options again? Uh, punk Rock, Whitey Fro... <laughs> Whitey Fro was one of the best uh, horn players of his generation, damn it. I don't think they'd uh, want girls with Whitey Fro's. Well... I don't think that's something that they would have wanted. Because it... I, I, I don't know. Girls it, with... <laughs> yeah, but then it, it's... But Whitey it, Fro's. It's not... I, I don't think... Uh, sorry to shatter the illusion, Rob, but I don't think the song is that autobiographical. In fact, I don't think many of the songs on License to Ill are. No, they are playing um, characters. I, I, I'm aware of that, of the, yeah. the bro sort of lifestyle that they were trying to jimmy it, jimmy it and yeah. make fun yeah. of. But at the same time, I don't know. <laughs> you know, pick a lane. I don't think they're <laughs> trying to make out yeah. these very guys. I'm not going to say it was it was whitey, whitey fro. No. All right, that one's out. What are the other two? 
uh, hip hop or new wave? Oh, I was going to say the one with the least amount of syllables would be the right one. Yeah, there's definitely not a possible answer for this one. This is like uh, Raven-esque locks. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say new wave. I'm going to say new wave. New wave. It would make sense. I, I mean, in terms you say of the new wave hairdo, and all I can think is uh, flock of seagulls. Yeah, yeah, that big swoop. Mm. Um, Much like an actual okay. seagull would do. Yes, upon spying uh, an unguarded, uh, an unguarded chip, maybe that's the best kind. Um, Getting all okay, them chippies. You know. um, what was the name of Adrock's band prior to joining Beastie Boys? Uh, was it Young Aborigines, even worse, Angry <laughs> Samoans, or Young and the Useless? Ooh. I think I actually. Know I think one. it might be Young Aborigines. Um, that sounds most familiar I mean I recently watched the documentary and that sounds like a real band name the I'm, I'm yeah I'm pretty sure it's young and the useless Angry Samoans are, is is a band they're, a, they're a, like a, a hardcore band but Ad-Rock I don't think Ad-Rock was ever a member um, okay well it's just just Ad-Rock just add rock. <laughs> uh, call now. Just add rock. Um, the Beastie. Okay, question number six. The Beastie Boys met keyboard player Money Mark when he was employed by them as what kind of tradesman? Uh, a plumber, a painter, a candlestick maker. No, um, a, uh, electrician or carpenter. I'm going to say carpenter. Yeah, he was definitely a member of the Carpenters. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think he was. He wasn't the drummer. He was the other one. <laughs> the um, electrician. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you know, he was he was in the Carpenters. He played the electrician. Uh, <laughs> uh, number seven. Nath- this is an easy one. Nathaniel Hornblower is the alter ego of which Beastie Boy? Uh, Ad Rock, DJ Hurricane, Mike D, or MCA? MCA. Of course. Yeah. I'm not even going to dignify that with an answer. Um, number eight. Looking down the barrel of a gun features a shout out to which action movie star? Uh, Chuck Norris, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Bruce Lee, or Bruce Willis? I think it's one uh, of the Bruces. Bruce Lee. I was going to say, if it's one of the Bruces, it'd probably be Bruce Lee, just because the chronology of when looking down the barrel of a gun came out. Yeah. Bruce Willis wouldn't have been an action star. Yeah, I think that Die Hard came out like a year after this was recorded or something like that. Yeah. So he would have Famously still been in then, his he moonlight. He still just the guy from yeah. Moonlight. <laughs> well, I mean, his son died looking down the barrel of a gun. What? So, uh, yeah, Bruce Lee's what? son. Oh. Oh, Lee, yeah. I see. I was thinking about Bruce yeah. Willis. I was like, what? Yeah, I was like, what? I didn't hear that. Yeah, wasn't it? The... the um, uh, the crow. The it's a horrible prop malfunction. Brandon yeah, the, Lee. The Is it Brandon? Yeah, the crow. What did I say? The raven? For sake. The raven. <laughs> yeah, he died. No he more. died adapting Edgar Allan Poe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When is a raven not like a writing desk? When you get shot by it. <laughs> <laughs> when it's a jar. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Hey. You know, tr- true answers all. 
Um, which track on Hello Nasty begins with Mixmaster Mike leaving a tweak scratch message on MCA's answering machine? Three MCs and one DJ, Super Disco Breaking, The Negotiation Limerick File, or just a test? It's three MCs and one DJ. See them, one DJ. We be getting down with no delay. Mixmaster Mike, what you got to say? God what damn, that DJ made my day. Yeah, he's like, oh, uh, the... he makes it through a wah-wah pedal or something, doesn't he? I think I'd, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm more familiar with the, uh, the music video version where it's like all in one take. He just does the, like the, yeah, you know, they're just waiting for him in that basement for ages. Um, okay. Long time. Number 10, the track, Jimmy James, uh, this is pretty obvious, uh, samples, which rock legend, Jimi Hendrix, John Lennon. Eric Clapton or Chuck Berry? So, Jimi Hendrix. Although at the beginning of the song, there's a sample from a Cheap Trick live album. Yes. What, is that then when he said, this next one is the first song on our new album? Yeah, it's the guy from Cheap Trick, although that wasn't an option on this uh, this thing. Yeah, it doesn't say which is the only sample. uh, Yeah, it, it sort of, it leaves it open. Oh, yeah, I, I always thought that was just uh, that was just Ad Rock. That was just a sample of Ad Rock screaming at one of their uh, concerts. I didn't know that. Concerts. I didn't know that it was a sound clip from Cheap Trick. I think that it's disgraceful that people scream at concerts. Yeah, behave yourselves. For fuck's yeah, sake. they should just jazz hands every time they're <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, or just just a like a polite uh, uh, snap of the fingers, you know. Yeah, this has no, got me thinking about noisy. that. This has got me thinking about that Billy Joel clip where he's going nuts and telling people to stop fighting. What? <laughs> yeah, he like throws his keyboard over at the end as well. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, he's like going, he's going crazy. Um, okay. We want to go. Let's go through the answers here. So let's see how we. Yeah. Indeed. Um, so uh, number one, the uh, the song that starts with "Now my name is Ad Rock and I've got a story to tell" uh, is "Rhyme the Rhyme Well," which in retrospect is obvious because it rhymes with the title of the thing. Oh, slow down. Uh, what is rhyming? <laughs> huh. Um. 48% of people answered that correctly, apparently. Um, next one. Uh, yeah, we're obvious. The guest rapper on Get It Together is Q-Tip. Yeah. Um, we, yeah. 71% of people got that one correct. Um, lead vocals on Heart Attack Man. We ended up settling on Ad Rock. The correct answer, unfortunately, is Mike D. Damn. Uh, similar voices. Yeah. yeah. We covered our yeah. backs on that one by saying... That it's yeah, it says here that yeah, Mike D handles the vocals for the majority of their hardcore songs. Um, Ad Rock plays guitar, MCA plays bass, and A Wall handles the drum. Okay, so A Wall is a real person. I figured that was just a like a, a filler uh, absent without leave. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, He's on the run the, from the uh, MP. So on girls, the type of hairdo that they want is is new wave. Yay. Um, so uh, yeah, we ended up uh, getting that one correct. Whitey um, Fro is a real smokescreen. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah real. We've really got we've really got lost in the weeds on uh, on weighty fraud. Very uh, threw us threw us out. Uh, girls is it's a bit of editorialising here in the answer. Girls is a very funny early song from the Beastie Boys. Its sexist nature is in direct contrast to their more recently politically correct themes. P- politically uh, correct. I've never I've never <laughs> described the Beastie Boys as they were just those those be some real politically correct boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're always uh, rapping about the uh, the essential nature of access ramps and the like, and why we need to ban faulty towers. The PC yep. boys. The PC <laughs> boys. I didn't say that into the mic, God, man. The PC boys, listeners, sorry. The PC boys, I'm trying to think of another pun with woke. Nah, uh, nothing yeah, is we're past fun. it. No, let's move past it. Um, <laughs> the name of Ad Rock's band prior to joining the Beastie Boys was indeed Young and the Useless. Uh, Adam Horowitz played in the Young and the Useless until replacing John Berry in the Beastie Boys in the early well, They were in a band together, the Young Aborigines, I think. Some of the Beastie Boys were, right? Um, that sounds familiar, but yeah, I don't... I, but. I don't think it was prior to them forming the Beastie Boys. I don't know. I, I don't know. Um, the Beastie Boys met keyboard player Money Mark when he was employed for them as what kind of tradesman? Uh, Carpenter, Carpenter is correct. Carpenter. Like our Lord and Savior uh, himself. <laughs> I was going to make some people cool. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But of course, if Money Mark had uh, if if Money Mark had been at the temple that day when Jesus showed up, he would not have been treated too kindly. And Money Mark will be. Uh, <laughs> Why is that, Ollie? Because will- he the, there was too much money in the temple. He th- threw everybody out that was dealing with money. Why? What did you think I meant? <laughs> yeah, uh, Money Mark <laughs> will be uh, in attendance on the second coming of Christ. This I know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll be at the he'll, he'll the be at the right foretell. Just imagining He'll be a- Jesus uh, <laughs> flipping over a bunch of keyboards in a rage. <laughs> Billy Joel style. Yeah. Um, Stop lending! Yeah, Money, Mark- <laughs> Money Mark was employed to fix the gate at the G-Spot, the Beastie Boys LA home. Uh, when his musical skills were discovered, he soon became a regular member of the Beastie Boys crew. Um, 28% of people got that correct. Uh, so number seven, uh, yeah, easy one. Nathaniel Hornblower is MCA. Everybody knows that. Um, uh, MCA has been using the character of Nathaniel Hornblower for years. He claims to be his Swiss uncle. He's credited for directing uh, many of the band's music videos. Um, okay. Is that Looking bit in the, the uh, documentary where he, uh, he, as Nathaniel Hornblower, he storms the MTV stage? When they didn't, yeah, the VMAs, win. yeah, he, uh, yeah, he runs out and he did it way before Kanye did it, and even slightly before uh, Kanye and Beck did it. So yeah, that comes full circle. Um, yeah, and before that guy shot Shinzo Abe, which is a very <laughs> yeah, rude interruption during a speech. That's the that's the connection. During the, with, yeah, when and Shinzo then that Abe governor was, who uh, shot himself. During a meeting that he himself uh, pulled uh, media circus, he pulled together. Oh yeah, Bud oh, Dwyer. Yeah, the, uh, Bud Dwyer. Bud Dwyer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and amidst, yeah, Shinzo, uh, it was very. It was Shinzo Abe. He was what? Which which VMA was he accepting? I think it was it was best best hip hop. Best kiss. Was that it? 
best kiss kiss for the music video. Um, (laughs) And he was kissing the ass of the emperor, am I right? No, he's kissing the ass of the damn uh, Moonies, you know? Yeah. Uh. That was that guy's beef, right? That was what his, I don't know. Really probably shouldn't be talking about this. I don't know anywhere near enough about it. Yeah, Um, you watch yourself. Yeah, Frank Mooney? Uh, full time. Incidentally, Rangers have beaten PSV Eindhoven. So, congratulations to uh, congratulations singular, um, just the one to Rangers uh, and uh, in particular G- Giovanni Van Bronckhorst, former Van Arsenal gunner, former Arsenal Van Bronckhorst. Yeah, yeah, former Invincible. <laughs> in, even wasn't he? He was he was there during the Invincible season. Yeah, yeah. Giovanni Ribisi so, yeah. was there. Yeah, with all of his filthy Scientologist friends. Um, Anyway, looking down the barrel of a gun features a shout out to which action movie star completely whiff this one. Um, yeah. It's uh, Bruce Lee. The, the correct answer was, in fact, Bruce Willis. Oh, um, uh, obviously big fans I'm of uh, Hudson Hawk. Moon- moonlighting and Hudson Hawk. No, the, the line literally is I'm going to die harder th- like my kid Bruce Willis. So wow, years before uh, that yeah. came out as well. Years before, the, years before yeah. Disney's The Kid. Yeah, no, I think it would it, it would have been because I believe Die Hard came out at the end of '88, uh, and then Paul's Boutique would have come out in early '89. Yeah, I mean, it would what be it would be weird if they were rapping about surrogates. I thought uh, uh, yeah. Paul's Boutique came out in '91. Um, no, you are incorrect. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. No, no, we would go to Legoland. Goodbye. <laughs> um, <laughs> there is also a reference to Sylvester Stallone's Rambo character, um, which is nice. Um, <laughs> on, that is nice. <laughs> uh, on which track on Hello Nasty uh, begins with Mixmaster Mike leaving the tweak scratch message on MCA's answering machine? Uh, it is indeed three MCs and one DJ. <laughs> Uh, it's a showcase of Mixmaster Mike's exceptional scratching ability, according he, to uh, he's one of the greats. He had a rash, huh? Yep, <laughs> just shedding everywhere. Um, and then the uh, the final one here, uh, Jimmy James uh, does indeed sample Jimi Hendrix. It's a sample of Foxy Lady, uh, uh, made famous by Wayne's World, of course, the uh, yep. iconic scene in Wayne's World in which Garth has. Full penetrative sex with the jukebox. He does. Played by <laughs> Dana Carvey. Performed by Dana Carvey. Yes. Things <laughs> slamming into other things. Mm. Um, so we got 8 out of 10. Uh, scored a total of 120 points. Don't really understand how <laughs> yeah. that works. It's very strange. Really. How do um, we spend these I, points? These beastie points? These, the beastie points. Um... You can only spend them at Beastie World um, if the if the individual vendor accepts uh, Beastie points. Uh, Not yeah. all of them Be- do. Beastie Land fun uh, bucks. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. It sort of it's, it it actually replaced the Beastie Land fun bucks um, because Beastie Land sounded too close to bestiality. <laughs> so uh, Beastie points is now what they're calling them. Um, okay. Hope you enjoyed the uh, the Beastie Boys ultimate fun trivia quiz <sighs> from Acid Clown. Um, Let's move on to some cultural appropriation and put our guests on the spot. Here's the theme tune. Okay. Harp trills, harp and, trills. Uh, so, 
uh, cultural appropriation is the bit of the show where we recommend some stuff to you, the listener, that you may enjoy, that we've uh, deemed you know worthy of your time. Um, Lawrence, you want to go first to give our give our boys some time to think of something? We didn't really ask them to prepare anything for this. All right, I'll just do it quickly because uh, I was I was trying to find something as well. So uh, yeah, um, band called Cannons, album called Fever Dream, and um, really good, really fun, uh, whatever. And uh, the Fast Show, there was a thing on the Fast Show um, for UK TV Gold. It was just mm. uh, the, just a load of blooming catchphrases, which is available on the YouTube. That's how I watched it. So should be there. Check it out before some nerd comes and claims copyright. Yeah, for some snitch. Some yeah, some snitch. Snitch rats, out there. Rats them out. Um. Um, what is it? Is it like, is it like a documentary? Yeah, it's like a documentary sort, of, but and it has like they do little sketches in between, and there's one with the run manager and the other Simon oh, Day yeah. and Mark Williams doing the football people. That's quite funny. Yeah, it is. It's, oh, and um, yeah, that's that's all I have for for this week, listeners. Okay, man, run manager. That's that's how you do football comedy, man. Not whatever, not whatever the fuck we're doing, Jesus. Yeah. Um. I'll uh, I'll I'll recommend a couple of uh, horror films uh, that uh, that are on Netflix currently um, that, I, that I enjoyed recently. Um, one of them is a uh, it's a I, I believe it's a Korean film. Uh, it's a, it's it's in the found footage genre, which I'm kind of a a big sucker for. Um, I know there's a lot of uh, very bad found footage movies, but when you find a good one, oh boy, what a treat! Um, this is yeah, this one's called Incantation. Um, it's um, yeah, very, very creepy. Um, it, it's kind of a, it, it's got kind of like a neat premise where it's sort of all about a, uh, it's all about a curse, but the more that you find out about the curse, the worse it gets for you. Um, so there's sort of all this kind of mystery about you know what's going on how much of the curse is actually real whether it's you know delusion and stuff like that i would simply um, choose not then, to learn more about the curse seems pretty obvious yeah 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 i think that would probably be my course of action too the problem is that mm. like when it starts like sort of like uh fucking up your house and stuff yeah you know like doors start slamming and things start falling off the shelf it's sort of like kind of impossible not to investigate that a little bit and then it's you know then and then you then you're off and running then i don't know man i don't Fuck. know about you but when i see a curse i just think oh ain't none of my business <laughs> that's not my problem my concern <laughs> um yeah in incantation um check that out on uh on netflix if you if you don't mind uh you know subtitles i think there's probably it's a netflix it is like a netflix produced film so there's probably a dub if you're uh you know, a, a total heathen, but, um, but yeah, yeah. Check that out. It's uh yeah. Spooky as, as hell. Um, and then I'll also recommend, uh, just an absolute stone cold classic event horizon, uh, is on yep. Netflix and, um, oh man, what a, what, what a barrel of fun that is. I mean, it's just, it just a brilliant, just a brilliant piece of genre cinema, the type of which not to sound like an old man, but the type of which they don't they really don't make anymore. Um, but uh, yeah, just a, a, a brilliant piece of kind of really schlocky uh, kind of horror pulp 
set in outer space with a fantastic cast. You got, you know, some real heavy hitters there. Lawrence Fishburne and Sam Neill absolutely bringing the heat. Um, just, uh, yeah, yeah. Just, uh, yeah, Event Horizon, folks. Check it out. If you, uh, you know, if, if you, if you kind of, if you like kind of the, uh, you know, if you like things on kind of like the, the, the more mental side, um, as in just things going absolutely bonkers, um, in terms of your horror, Event Horizon is a, it's, it's an essential. It's, it's a, it's a really, really is a must have. Um, so yeah, Incantation and Event Horizon, check those out. Um, Joe and Rob, which one of you wants to go first? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and recommend the 19, uh, 1985 martial arts film, The Last Dragon. Um, which, oh, yeah. which is, uh, it's, it's always, uh, credited as well as Barry Gordy's The Last Dragon because it was a Motown production, uh, kind of made to capitalize on the kind of, uh, the success of, of Bruce Lee's films specifically within the black community at the time. Um, so the the lead character is named Leroy Green, aka Bruce Leroy, uh, <laughs> who is a, uh, a kind of self styled martial artist uh, based in uh, in Manhattan, and uh, he has to face off against uh, a guy called Shonuff, who uh, is also known as the Shogun of Harlem. Yep. Um, but being a Motown production, that a significant amount of the film is given over to music videos for songs on the soundtrack which just play out in full um with performance footage of the the act performing it so the film just constantly derails itself to also try and sell you its own soundtrack beautiful uh, a, a, a film that only exists to sell its own soundtrack that is <laughs> that's amazing uh, but i i found out just, about the film uh, because uh on the bunta vista podcast uh Ben, aka uh, Thomas Violence on Twitter, was uh, talking about a film festival that he's currently curating in uh, Brisbane oh, yeah. called uh, Brisbane's Only Rotoscoped Lightning Film Festival, or BORF, uh, Borf. which uh, they've only programmed films that feature rotoscoped lightning. Lightning. <laughs> yeah, which is a just an amazing concept, and I saw I, I saw kind of like the uh, the the program you know, like the films that they've got on and it's some real, mm. some real bangers there. You know, you've got, in addition to the last dragon, you've got like big trouble in little China. Yep. Uh, I think Howard, the duck was on there. Yeah. The, the, uh, yeah. forbidden planet, uh, and also the, uh, David Lynch, uh, 80s version of Dune. Yes, man. That thing is lousy with rotoscope lightning. Yeah. It's also pretty lousy, but, uh, I do, <laughs> like, I do lousy love it. in general. <laughs> it is, it's weird. Cause it is kind of, uh, it is kind of it's it's beautiful, but it is just completely incoherent as a. No, oh, it's garbage. As a story, it, yeah, it, it, I I can't imagine. Uh, even if you, it, it's it's one of those things where it's like it's an adaptation of a book, and it's like even if you've read the book, watching the film probably wouldn't make any sense. Not in the slightest. Uh, yeah, uh, Rob. You uh, you got any you got any wrecks for us? Not really, no, no. I don't have anything. <laughs> uh, that uh, that film that film uh, Joe was talking about uh, was it the Last Dragon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure they've been trying to do a remake of that film with Samuel Jackson playing Shonuff for like I don't know <laughs> a decade now, and I I remember. It, they talked about this. This was an episode of How Did This Get Made, I think, wasn't it? 
I feel like they have done it on, yeah, I, I'm almost certain. Yeah, and I was so fascinated by their breakdown of it. It was one of those films that was like, i got to watch this. And you can watch the whole thing on YouTube. Mm. Yeah, the mark of a quality oh, man, film. Isn't it great? <laughs> isn't it I mean, great exactly. when that happens? Yeah. You, yeah. you you got to look something up on like a streaming service and it's not there. So you just Google like where to watch it, and the, whole, the whole, you know it turns out the whole fucking thing's just on YouTube. Yeah, you're like oh, what's a few clips. Oh shit, the whole thing's on it. Yeah, thank yeah. you, anonymous nerd who do yeah. saw to it that my every entertainment whim is catered to at a moment's notice. <laughs> yeah, I will say that the um, I believe uh, the entirety of uh, speaking of, of David Lynch films, the entirety of uh, Twin Peaks Fire Walk with Me is still on youtube i think um which is uh, that's i mean that's that's a fun watch um but it does mean that you can watch you can watch that and then immediately watch all of the missing pieces which is also uh on in its entirety on youtube so you can watch like the full like 90 minutes worth of uh of additional footage that was that was uh Filmed and then cut out of the final version. Speaking of yeah, David Lynch, I, mean, um, I, I, I rewatched uh, his one-minute-long short film uh, *Premonitions Following an Evil Deed* uh, earlier, and uh, so it was it was filmed using the old Lumiere Brothers uh, hand-cranked film camera that had been around since the oh, mid eighteen yeah. hundreds. And uh, speaking of hand-cranked, <laughs> yeah, but they they uh, they gave the camera to uh, a bunch of quite renowned directors, and the challenge no. was that uh, could only be a minute long. Uh, there could be no cuts in it at all. Whereas uh, the way that David Lynch gets around the no cuts thing is to like have multiple sets positioned around the camera and uh, <laughs> use a, a, a kind of combination of putting a lens, uh, putting a lens cap briefly on the lens, and then rotating the camera to simulate a cut. Uh, and there's also some oh, other wow. transitions in it where like uh, he'll rotate to a set and in front of it, there'll be like a very gossamer thin kind of sheet, which uh, they burn to create a kind of DIY scene transition. It's just fantastic. Oh, wow. Like a, like an analog uh, star wipe from uh, George Lucas, would you? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> God, when wow. that's pointed out to you um, at, a young, uh, like, at a young age, like, you can't unsee the Star Wipes. Just they, how many? As a part of the style Just, of the films as well, they still use them. They use them, and I swear to fucking God, they use it in The Mandalorian as well. Yeah, yeah, probably. I mean, it, it's just, it's it's part of the furniture now, and it, because it's sort of entered into kind of like, you know, kind of fandom, like, nerd lore, they, I mean, they'd get in trouble if they didn't do it, you know? It, it's, they can't, they can't go yeah, back. Yeah, but I mean, but it is, it is. back when they were using analog sort of camera trickery to make it look like the the land speeder is floating above the ground, now they just use CGI to build fucking universes, but they still have the stuff. Oh yeah, but that's. I mean, that's yeah, yeah. That's that's a that's a different that's a whole different argument altogether. But but yeah, yeah. The star yeah. wipes. It it is it it does sort of feel like George Lucas was really. Uh, <laughs> really banking on that becoming like a popular thing in cinema. It like, kind, was of, just was, kind of was, like, but just not for professional cinema. I feel like if the technology was a little bit more advanced when he was making the other films, I, sw- I bet he would have used like the glitter star white, you know, where there's like a, there's like a flu- fluorescent fringe to the white. Oh yeah. I bet he would have been, yeah, use that. If you want to see a, uh, a truly uh, shocking set of, uh, Star wipes used in a film. Uh, I recommend the 1985 film The Howling Two, Sturber Werewolf Bitch. Um, the 
<laughs> the sequel to The Howling, uh, which it, it has every terrible wipe imaginable. Doesn't in that it. have what's his face in it? Christopher Lee. That yeah. Has, yeah, it's got Christopher Lee doing a really long, boring monologue in the uh, in, to, to a skeleton. Yeah, they clearly only had him for a day uh, as well. They did not have him for a day. I have seen large, large amounts of clips of this film. He's he's a main character in this piece of shit. Mm. It involves a lot of sexy werewolves. It also involves uh, Christopher Lee being murdered by a midget, I believe, or a, 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 a small person. A, a dwarf, a, yeah. A, pers- a, twer- I, I, a person with dwarfism. It's um, it it is it it's probably the number one film of the genre uh, erotic werewolf thriller. Uh, I think it's fair to say. There's some stiff competition. I, I can hear, uh, I can hear Lawrence uh, frantically timestamping the moment where I said the M word to make sure he can ed- ed- edit out <laughs> edit out me saying that. Uh, it's fine. Nobody, nobody listens to this piece of shit. It's fine. Um, if you've been affected by any of the issues discussed in this episode of Junior Funners, please address them to www.michaelowen at goals.com. <laughs> yeah. Uh, real Michael Owen at aol.com. Football.ac.uk. Um, yeah. Uh, or you can email us at juniorfunners at gmail.com. Uh, or you can tweet at us. We're at Junior Funners on Twitter. Our DMs, I believe, are, are also open. Um, Lawrence is on Twitter, but uh, he doesn't want any more followers. Uh, yeah. I'm on Twitter. I'm at Crispy Willis. Um, yeah, that's about that's that's about enough. Bye. Bye.